Hey there, everybody, and welcome to Subflower Days and Co. podcast. This is Nicole speaking, and today we're going to talk about closure over clarity. So, as I reach the threshold of being like 30 in a couple months, I just have gone through a whirlwind of dealing with some closure and some clarity. So we're going to go with the topic of closure over clarity. This is uh, season six, episode 15. And I wrote these notes back in November and this was, I was going through some clarity. It was right before Thanksgiving when I wrote these notes. And I just, I was reflecting on them and I was like, yeah, this is going to be my next episode. This is something I'm going to talk about. I constantly write things down. So if I talk to you about it, I've written it down. I've written it down and I've gone into detail, finding definitions, finding sources and things like that. So I really appreciate those that listen in because these are, for the most part, they are experiential podcasts or they are researched and they are descriptive podcasts of things that, you know, I've gone through that I've done research on as well. So closure is like closing back up the gaping wound when it comes to the kind of soulful closure and having the clarity after you have the closure is like, oh, you're finally seeing that way that you need to change or the way that you want to be and you're finally like okay with the part of you that doesn't meet up to everybody else's expectation in a way. So how I did my breakdown was I said closure is like closing. Like closing up, you know, closing the door on something and then clarity is like opening it up to a new chapter. So that's how I wanted to look at that. And how I've been how I had been doing that back then was I was putting my foot down about moving forward with life no matter what may derail plans with others. So by this I mean I I make plans. Like I plan, plan, plan. That's just me. So if I make a plan with somebody, I would be like, all right, well this day, you know, I normally do this, but I'm going to bump it to later on. I'm going to bump it to the next day. And I would put it completely on the back burner because I was going to go do something with somebody. And then the plans fall through. Then I'm like, I'm stewing mad over the fact that, you know, I put off stuff and, you know, I could have been doing things and whatever. And I, was, I started thinking about it and I'm like, well, that's nobody else's fault but like myself for putting that on the back burner and whatnot. And then I I also have started telling people, well, I have such and such this day, but I can do it another day and I will come help you. That way they kind of understand the importance of the plans and, and that communication is so important and it's... Like, I finally reached a point of understanding that. Like, that was my opening of a new door, was, like, new way of handling this situation. And the closure was, like, I'm not going to do those things over and over again. 
And when you find stuff like that, you know, that has to come from within. Peace is only given to you by yourself. So I had to give myself this sense of like, okay, you can be peaceful, you can be mindful, you can do all these things, not get stewing, mad, upset inside, and then let it all show, show later. You know, you can process how you feel, just let it bother you for like 10 minutes, and then after that, you're not allowed to let it bother you. And that was my new process for that. Worked for a little bit of time, and then I use that as my way of closure, and I found new clarity in doing that. So, just become, because someone, you know, betrayed you that you love doesn't mean they have to know the pain they cause. This was something that I found and I found very useful was that, you know, not everybody has to know full and loud, like, the, the pain they've caused you, you know, just because somebody uh, betrayed me, didn't agree with me, that's how you should think, you know. I typically do think this way, but I had also, I let it go for too long, and then when I let it go for too long, it built up, and then I would say something about it. And then it'd be like, whoa, this is out of the blue. Where is this coming from? And then, you know, I eventually had to have conversations where I was like, look, this has been going on for a long time. I have not said anything until now, and I'm not going to keep holding back anymore. And it took me to get to a level of clarity and comfort with certain individuals before that started to kick in. So other things, you know, this is what all comes with closure. Closure is moving on and freeing yourself. Then when you go through the finality of letting go of what once was, you can move on to clarity. You have to honor your transition from the past to start something new. When you do this, when you when you let it go, you're you're releasing it. You're letting it off your shoulders. It's, it's like when you quit a job you can't stand or when you, you finally graduate college or you get a promotion at work and you feel recognized, you know, it's a weight lifted off your shoulder that, okay, better things are to come. So, So, you definitely have to honor your transition from the past so you can start something new. Because if, if you don't appreciate your transition, then your new position, the new things that are coming are not going to, they're not going to feel as bittersweet. They're not going to feel as rewarding. And we want that reward. We need that re reward to keep us going. So, we need to always appreciate and writing always helps me to realize what I'm appreciative for, to look back on my journey and write down what happened. And then I can go back and I can read and I can kind of like compare notes to where I'm at. And I like appreciate that journey because I wouldn't have gotten from point A to point B if I hadn't gone through steps A through Z to get to the second point, if that makes any sense. Okay, one door closes and another opens. Like I was saying, you know, Closure is the door closing. Um, clarity is the other one opening. 
whether or not you decide to walk through that new door or if you decide to close the new door and to take steps back to go back to where you were, that is your choice. You and only you can really control that. You have to want the closure. You have to want the clarity. And you cannot force something to be there if you truly do not want it. You can say it all you want, like, oh, I just want some closure, I just want some clarity. But until you feel it in your soul, when you feel like it's the moment to find that, you're really not going to get to that point. So, you can also be no longer emotionally attached or in pain. So, that will go into kind of like another podcast I did about like disassociation and, um detachment this in a way is kind of a coping mechanism also for a closure and maybe a little bit for when you reach the clarity part but one thing for sure is you have to put that book of pain up on a shelf and don't take it back down make it be like that book that you keep saying that you'll you'll eventually read you know, and you'll revisit that if it's a trauma experience, you'll revisit that later on. And, um, let me read you the whole thing I wrote. Put that book of pain on a shelf and don't take it back down to read from on a daily basis. That might have been a different note. But if you go through and you have a daily checklist of things that you want to do mentally, that will help you with closure and clarity as well. Because you deserve to feel at ease that things are over and that something new is beginning. Healing takes time. And so it can be a painful process. You never know. You, you never truly know if you're healing or if you're... Um, you never know if you're healing the way you're supposed to or if you're healing just a little bit and then you're gonna take a few steps back I I've gone through that so many times um, I guess you call it mental relapsing is, is something you call it but let's talk about some things that are very important when it comes to closure and clarity if you want closure over clarity what that means is, to me, that clarity is walking through that new door and taking those opportunities and focusing on that instead of focusing on what you closed the door on with the closure. So that to me, the closure is the healing. The clarity is the new beginning and the new things that could happen to you as well. So you want to have that closure and know how to heal over having the new things. You want to have that closure before you have the clarity it is such an important step. And to get there, some things that you might want to do or things that will help you to reach that a little bit quicker. Number one, value yourself. 
Two, take care of your body. You have one of those. So if you're sick all the time from food you eat like I am, you know, it's, it is definitely time for me to start reevaluating that situation. And it's also time for me to really start taking care of my mental health more, which I have been doing. Three, surround yourself with good people. People who want you to do well. People who bring about good things in you. Who strive to be like you. Who, who believe in you so much more than you believe in yourself. Number four is manage your stress. Managing stress is not the same as control stress or stop stress. Managing stress is just processing things, not reacting how you feel, and dealing with it later when you're more mentally capable of doing so, and learning how to, you know, manage stress helps you to also step into step number five, which is creating realistic goals. Because you can't reach your goals if you can't manage stress. And your goals are going to cause you some stress. But overall, number six, physical and mental health check-ins. You definitely have to make sure that you are checking in on yourself, checking in on other people. We all need to be doing this on a daily basis. And it definitely helps to have a support system when you're going through any kind of mental process like this. So, anybody who may need someone to talk to, you know, would be great to reach out to. If you have anxiety, you have a hard time talking to other people, you know, talking to a stranger sometimes can be easier. If you set up a time, like a time frame, you know, every day when you can talk. That's great, you know, talk to talk to somebody else that you don't even know. You'll create friendships, these new things, and that person will, you know, be able to vouch for you and be there for you, you know, in ways that maybe some of the other people in your life can't be. But overall, closure over clarity, and this was originally going to be closure versus clarity, and I just wanted the title to be a little different. <coughs> so that's why I called it Closure Over Clarity. But this is kind of like a versus and a kind of like breakdown on what I meant by that. Closure Over Clarity. So some questions you need to ask yourself. What type of closure are you looking for? When do you want to get to that clarity state? Who do you want to be and who are you now? Think about those things. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I will talk to you guys in the next one. I appreciate everybody for listening in and keep following me on all my social media platforms. I'm on Snapchat, Instagram, I'll be posting from Facebook business suite to those. So if need be, send me a message. I will get back to you when I can from the business suite, and I will talk to you all in the next podcast.